Appamada's programmes and facilities are supported through your generosity. Your support really does make a huge difference. You'll find a link for contributions on the website at appamada.org forward slash contribute. Thank you so much. So, um, I'd like to just say welcome, and also I uh, want to ask if anybody has um, anything that came up during the day that you want to share or or not. I can. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, in, in Judaism, there's a really big division between seeing and hearing. And uh, we can hear God, but we can't see him. And also, if you make a man blind, you have to just pay for his eyesight. But if you make him deaf, you have to pay for his life. So I started, and a friend of mine is going blind. So this really just hit me today. And I started thinking about hearing versus seeing and like seeing is labeling, but it's all a cerebral thing mm. as opposed to hearing. And um, visually as an artist, I've been more involved actually in hearing and the thing beneath the thing, not what you see. Mm -hmm. which is all like a delusion mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. So so it's been like pretty powerful today thinking about and, and, and then I started at dinner. We were talking about well, what senses are the most important, which are the least, you know, things like that. The hierarchy of senses, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Are they all equal? So anyway, uh, Lots of food for lot, My whole day was this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we're stimulating, stimulating. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be curious to see what you come up with. Okay, I'm going to get the answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I was wondering if anyone had had the opportunity to to shift today, did they remember to say, oh, let's shift? And if so, what was what was your experience? So I'm gonna spotlight myself here. <laughs> okay. okay. I um yeah, I did. And um I this is the first integrative intensive that I've been to. So I really appreciated the fact that we're meeting in the morning and then we have something to think about and explore during the day, and then we're coming back to it. So um i think it's a real benefit to it and so yes i did um several times throughout the day i just did the you know expansion um awareness looking straight ahead and and expanding and it was just very valuable throughout the day i did it several times so um it was i can't exactly say you know more specifically why but it was just very very grounding very grounding and just expanding my awareness in general so thank you Great. Thank you for sharing that. Want to say something, John? Uh, sure. Um, 
I uh, work in visual analytics is a large part of what I do. So I make numbers and an, an, a, a large amount of data. I make it presentable for all sorts of different audiences. So for me, visual is so strongly tied to discursive thought. It's almost, I found that what I was doing, and I think if I had had practice discussions, I would have brought this up, that I feel like what this expansion practice that we've been doing is really similar to a samadhi practice that I learned early in my meditation history. And that has always kind of been when I'm really struggling with, you know, there's a lot of clouds passing by, so to speak, and a lot of them are very distracting. I will do something somewhat similar to these opening exercises, uh, kind of like visual and audio. And it, that stops my work, which is really interesting. Wow. And it makes me wonder how much my work is reinforcing this uh, extremely discursive mindset, you know, the doom scrolling on social media, that's all visual discursive intensity. And like, when am I turning off these days? Yeah. Uh, so that did that for me. I noticed that. Wow, that's a, that's a lot to notice. Thank you. And you would like to say something? Well, I, um, I did the exercise of looking at my hand and then the space that my hand occupied as a love essentially for what was not there when my hand moved there and what was there when my hand moved away and it put me on this attention which i noticed was concentrative and then i remembered that wasn't the word that you used at all <laughs> the word you used was awareness and so that helped me form feel in my body just somatically a different experience between awareness and attention. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because um, he mentions that in the book. It's very, very different. Yeah. And then carrying on through uh, a day to what was mentioned, <laughs> doing this, uh, I found addiction oh. and how sticky pixels are and how pixels want pixels. <laughs> and I kind of learned that Chick-fil-A wants Chick-fil-A, and so I kind of pulled out of that spiral, but pixels still want pixels. <laughs> I found the gerbil uh, busy at work in the, in the eyes, so I appreciate that I'm not alone in that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, all three. And Monica? I couldn't unmute. Um, so a couple times today, um, I mean, more than a couple, but two ways I can describe. One was um, I'm sort of stuck inside for a while and I am uh, was able to look out at the trees quite a bit and use the negative space um, of the leaves. And that was wonderful. But one that just happened uh, about an hour ago, um, laying in the back bedroom, I have like sets of pictures on the wall and it was so easy just to look at the space in between these pictures that are near each other and it like instantly I went into that whatever uh, more relaxed awareness. Um, just by sort of focusing and then it just unfocused so it was fun doing finding different <laughs> ways to do it yeah. Thank, Thank you. you.
Anyone else? Melda. So I this this relates in a in a different way. Where I did the hand in front of my face exercise a couple of times today. And the first thing was, oh my gosh, hands are beautiful. So, <laughs> so what is this? Such a lovely sort of, oh my gosh, look at the intricacy of the hand. But the more important thing is that when I moved my hand away, the image of my hand still remained, if you know what I'm saying. And it reminded me again how what we see, everything we see is appearance, that it's not the real deal. And so that was a lovely little reminder in the practice today about looking beyond the appearance of what's there, no matter how solid it may seem. So, Yeah, thank you. Okay. All right. So tonight we have um, rum. And so I want to have one reminder before we start, and that is that our bodies reveal a ton of information and in a relatively short period of time. And the information that's um, obtained through direct experience of the body and not by thoughts created by mind, which I think you've, you and John clearly talked about. So I would like to explain the exercise that we are, um, we're going to do tonight. We're gonna to be working um, in pairs. Uh, and what we'll be doing is, it's gonna be a simple experiment of looking at someone for about 30 seconds and then um, and then um, with each other and then you talk about it, talk about what you saw in that in that short period of time and you do you talk about it for about six six minutes and we're going to be doing you guys be easy peasy because you guys are going to be um, just dividing up between twosies. For you guys, it's going to be a little bit more complicated, but we'll worry about that in just a second. Um, so then after you've uh, looked at each other for the 20 seconds you talked about, it, then you're going, to, you're going to do the same thing one more time, but you're going to shift before you do it, as you do it. So you, you shift into this greater awareness, and then um, you just observe, no, say, say to the other person what you notice, whatever you notice. And um, it doesn't necessarily have to be about them. It could be just what you're, you know, whatever. What are you here? Okay. And then, so we just, the idea is, is we, the, the question is, is there a difference between what you see in ordinary mind and what you see when shifted? So that's, that's what we're inquiring into. So, and, and that's also 30 I'm seconds. sorry, Lori, could you repeat it? Sure. Um, what we're going to do, and I'm going to do a demo here, so I think that'll make it a little bit easier, but um, you're going to get together in your pairs, and, and you guys um, can go into a, a breakout room, thank you, into a breakout room, 
and do it together. And so you just look at each other for 30 seconds, look and see what you see. And then, um, and then you just talk about it, take about six minutes, five minutes, five or six minutes. And then, um, and then you stop and then you, you shift and you look at each other while you're shifted. And then you do that for 30 seconds and, and then you again, talk about it and see And the question you're wanting to, what you're looking into is, is there a difference between looking at something when you're shifted and when you're an ordinary mind? So shift into greater awareness, you're saying? Exactly. Okay, that's, that's the piece. Okay, and so, um, yeah, so I wanted to do a demo just so you get kind of the feel of it. So now I need your magic, Daniel. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to volunteer, but I do need a volunteer actually for someone online because that's what the difficulty is going to, it's gonna be a little bit harder for you guys uh, just because you're not in person. So I will need a volunteer from one of you. Ah, Jay, great. Yes. Okay. Okay, great. Yes. All right, now we got it. I'm just going to move over a little closer. I think you need to get a little closer to her. Well, you're good. I can see you. Now I okay. can see you. Yeah. All right. Okay, so to start, um, we're just going to look at each other for about 30 seconds, just see what we see, and then we'll chat about that. See what you notice. That's what we're doing. Seeing what you notice and you know, it could be about me, it could be about you, it could be about both, you know, whatever. Okay, just what, what you notice. Go. So um, what we can do is we'll just go back and forth, kind of like a conversation. <clears throat> so I'll just start just because, unless you want to. No, I can start. Okay. You know, it's um, initially when we started, um, I just kept seeing your lips moving. Like it, it appeared uncertain of if you wanted to smile or just stay straight. And that captured me, you know, it's like it kept going. You know, <laughs> so you know, and um, then I just started looking at your eyes and seeing that um, focus, and then I think you just settled into it, and then the bell went off. So, yeah. Well, what I was noticing, I was looking at your smile. It's interesting. We both went to the mouth. But, um, your wonderful welcoming smile and and your eyes are so bright and I was just feeling really warmed by it. Um, so that's that we don't have it doesn't take six minutes to talk about that, but that's what I really noticed in looking at you. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you noticed while we were sitting? No, I just like 
my eyes were just focused on your face. I mean, I, you know, I see everything else around, but it was just drawn to your face and again to the mouth. And of course, I was just thinking um, that it, it's finding itself, like, <laughs> because it, it just does um, the phantom movements of, you know, should I smile? Should I not smile? Am I going to, you know, and then I just like, Again, I just moved to your eyes and I thought, honestly, that I don't know if you have gray or bluish eyes, but it just like, it made me think of periwinkle, the color and, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was the same way. I wasn't focused on anything else. I was just focused on, on you. 30 seconds just goes by fairly quickly. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, when I originally set up this thing, I was going to have everybody look two or three minutes and somebody said, two or three minutes, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe that's a little long. <laughs> um, no, but you know what, I just, I, I think that honestly, like, even if you pick it up to a minute, it, it allows you to sit because I, I feel like a lot of times looking at somebody is discomforting, right? We don't usually look at people. We look around them and everywhere, but we don't really look at each other, you know? And mm -hmm. so initially it, it's that discomfort that you have to sit through and then just embrace the, um, the moment and the experience. And I think that 30 seconds is that, you know, that was the, you know? <laughs> so, you know, it's that discomfort that you, you sit through and, um, it and then you 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 step into that magic space you know so yeah yeah i don't i don't think i was afraid of smiling i i think it was just what was that um just kind of tr kind of a trembling you know yeah. i don't think it's fear i'm just saying that that initial space of what do i do but you're you're yeah, it's you know what I mean. Like even if you think that you're focusing on me, I can see that you were also transitioning through something, you know. So yeah. I'm just saying that initial um, few seconds is just yeah. settling into the moment, and then it ha the magic happens. So yeah. for me, um, that minute, I think it, a minute is um, more appropriate in order to really step into the moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah yeah that's really good feedback um for doing this another time allowing mm -hmm. a whole minute yeah that's yeah. good yeah. okay well thank you so much thank you <laughs> okay so now we're going to do it again but we're going to shift oh there here we, we go here oh we, we go. flipped now you're on the other side oh, it, it's a shift right <laughs> 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 Okay, so now, um, so now we're just gonna settle in, and and then you just give us the word, and we'll do it. Ten seconds to shift, one minute to watch. Oh yeah, you want to try it in a minute? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Yep.
Hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was actually intense, right? <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but it was like, it was intense. It was really intense. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, my experience of shifting is what happens is our fields join. And so the intensity is kind of increased a little bit by both of us joining. So usually if it's intense for one, it's intense for the other because we, we're sharing the field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, it, it, yeah there was, a, um, I guess with the intense, there was a um, quietness, you know, to it, like a, a, a peaceful, um um feeling for me and in that i actually started looking at um your breathing you know and i realized that um we were on this because i could see your chest moving and i realized we were on the same cadence you know i was like oh that's interesting but yeah there was a it just felt um really peaceful and like really connected, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so good. Yeah, and my experience is I, um, and this is typical for me a lot of times when I shift is <clears throat> sometimes people, well, you got real blurry, so I couldn't see you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could see your face, but it was blurred. Mm -hmm. And um, so that usually means it's intense. I mean, that's kind of a signal for me that we've gone kind of deep um but it was felt so sweet felt so sweet to me and also very peaceful but they're just yeah. like a real sweetness about it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. thank you so um well, so I guess what I would like to do, we kind of change the schedule a little bit. <laughs> I'm going over time a little bit, but I think it's worth it because I think this is what we need to be doing. Um, so before we go into Zazen, um, I'd like to just ask people, what, what, how was that? What was that experience like? So, yeah. Uh, first awareness was in silent group meditation, there's emptiness and there's self and there's other characters that you never connect with as human beings. <laughs> and this broke that very quickly and made a, a human connection that uh, was great improvement over my other silent retreats. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that's important. Anybody else? Kim? Yeah, yeah. So you guys don't know this, but I used to have a reputation of being called Jelly Mosley because I changed my mind. <laughs> don't mean <laughs> And so I completely go back on my <laughs> a few minutes ago. And because I had such a real experience especially in the second iteration of looking at daniel and seeing um 
not just a fra- uh, you know not just a slice of life or an instant, but something that went back in time and went out in space and wow. things like that. So so I just you know it kind of blew my whole theory. Okay, alrighty then. Yeah, now I'm back to square one. Okay, Jelly. Okay. So you can call me Jelly. <laughs> Thank you for that, Kim. Uh, anyone else like to share anything? Ah, Rosemary. Uh, yeah. Um. So, um, I have to spotlight myself. So, actually, we had a little experiment because. Um, one person wasn't assigned, so we had three. We had three in a room. Oh, okay. Interesting. So we did two and two, and then for the shift, Monica suggested we, since it's expansion of awareness, that we do three together on the shift. Oh wow! So kind of interesting, and um, you know, varied responses to how that went. For me. Um, I sort of went from one to the other, including myself, mm-hmm. and um, it became very circular and it felt it felt really powerful, like a group. And then it kind of expanded beyond our three to like a spiral out. So that that's a little experiment that happened. Wow, that's interesting. I'm glad you did that. <laughs> um, Monica. And then I just wanted to add when we did the um, the threesome um, with the expansion, yeah, I just sort of uh, had a soft gaze and I was aware of the shapes shape of their heads, but it just felt very comforting and it was very um, evident that all three of us were there together. Mm-hmm. So I really think we did feel the the energies um, add up, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it is really interesting when you can um, you get that sense that you're sharing the the field, the field of awareness, you know, it's like yeah, you're together in that. Anything else from anyone else? Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar experience to what um y'all were just talking about with with Kim, um, both times felt very intimate and sacred. And um, I think the first time, though, I felt a little bit more in my head. And then the second time, um, I was able to drop down into my body a little bit. And it felt like instead of like instead of me viewing Kim, it was sort of like we were. I don't know, the room was sort of holding us. Yeah. Um, and then also there's a Suzuki Roshi picture in there. Oh, yeah. And so when I backed backed out like up my side a little bit, um, Kim turned into Suzuki Roshi. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's wonderful. Um Nelda. So I thought I knew how to shift, but I'm hearing everyone's description and apparently I don't. Oh, I don't know about that, Nelda. Um, I mean, I don't know. Because, and, and Joel's, I was partnered with Joel and, and thank you, Joel, what a blessing. And um, Joel's experience of shifting and describing it 
just is similar to some of the elements people have shared. But when I shifted, so the first time with Joel, because I didn't want to make up any stories, we just got these impressions, visual impressions, um, movements and so on. But when we were supposed to have shifted and I thought I had, I just started crying with gratitude. I think you shifted, Nelda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good, yay, I passed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really a fast fail thing, but I know. No, um, no I, I, yeah, that makes okay. sense. Not to worry, okay. you're right on track. <laughs> Okay, anyone else? Ah, yeah, Jay. Yeah, um, when I I was paired with Trouty and it's funny because when we did the expansion um, portion, my eyes kept wanting to unfocus. And, you know, at first I was like, no focus. Uh, and then I was like, okay, let's go with it. And I was explaining to her, you know, those, um, pictures where you have to unfocus your eye to see the picture. Yeah. Yes. That's what happened. And then Trouty and I merged. It was like everything came into one and it felt like um, 3D, you know, like I had I could touch her. It, it was really, really trippy and it was awesome and beautiful. I was so grateful to be paired with Trouty. So, oh, yes. So I'm so excited for you guys. This is, I mean, you guys have probably been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Anyway. <laughs> oh, well, no, and I, yeah, but it, anyway, I'm excited that you're touching into the field and feeling that and feeling that. Yeah, so cool. All right, so we can sit for a few minutes until 8.50. And then we'll do the refuges. Thank you all so much for your participation tonight. Okay. <clears throat> good morning, everyone. It's good to see you all. You've come back. It's wonderful. Um, so first thing, uh, I would like to do is just kind of check in um, to see if anything's uh, been arising or anything, any questions from last night or anything before we get started on any, anything new. Any questions, comments, or anything? Joel. Thank you. Uh, good morning. And to everyone, I'm um, sorry. I can't hear you, Joel. Oh, okay. Hang on. Any better? I can hear you, so it might be Zendo. Ah, muted in the Zendo or something. Okay. okay. Now we hear you. Great. Thank you. Lori? Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry to say, I, I would like to ask you to go back over some of the basics about shifting about okay. shifting into awareness, shifting into freedom from, from Locke Kelly. And I, I would like more guidance on that. And that is something I was talking about with Nelda last night. Uh-huh. 
Um, would okay. that be possible? Um, yeah, what we'll do is the shifting into freedom. Um, we won't worry about that till the end because that's when we'll be doing that specifically. There's a particular meditation that goes with that. So I would say don't worry about that yet. Um, and just the basic shift, we can, we can practice that um, because we're going to be doing a, uh, a meditation this morning with sound. And so we'll just do the basic and see if, if, if that's adequate for you. And um, the idea is um, we just use this basic shifting into, into awareness. And then we place that awareness into the senses. That's what we're doing you know, for the first several days. And then we expand it. Then we're going to go into our gut. And then we're going to go into um, uh, into freedom. So that's going to be more extensive. So that's we're just kind of going bit by bit. So, but in any case, the going into the basic shifting, we'll, we'll do that right now. Yes, because that's exactly yeah. what we're going to do. Okay, does that sound good? Okay. So, um, anybody else have any? Okay. If you're raising your hand, I don't see it. Okay. All right. Jay, we have Jay online, Laurie. Oh, okay. Hey, Jay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. No, you know what? Um, in doing this practice, I've realized <laughs> how superficial um, my interaction with the world has been. It's really amazing because you know they have this saying oh i know it like the back of my hands i don't know what the back of my hands really look like <laughs> seriously you know I, I, and so i actually you know took time like last night and even this morning just looking at my hands and then it made me look at the rest of my body you know and um how like the brain or the mind really dismisses things thinking well i know what that that is right that's a hand i don't need to know what it, you know or that's my face i don't need to focus on that and yet um even when we deal with people like oh i know who they are i know what they're gonna say i know you know and so um it, it's really interesting because i feel like if I do that expanded living, right, that expanded interaction, that takes time and we're so, I've been so trained to like, just make this quick, let's make it efficient, go, 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 and not really um, experience that deeper um, connection or um, interaction. So really, um, I just wanted to express my gratitude because it really has expanded my mind and um, has given me pause to really like look at stuff and even my body and myself really like take it in, you know, and not just be dismissive. Oh, that's your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I, I a while back I used to, you know, I, I was telling Trouty the first time I really looked into my eyes was really um, uncomfortable and trippy because 
you know, I never used to do that. I would look at my face as a whole, you know, to put the lotion on and whatever, but I never really took myself in. And so I did that again last night and it was, it was really emotional and profound. So I just wanted to express my gratitude for um, this practice, this intensive that has um, been opening me up. So thank you. Thank you so much for your comment. Um, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, um, I think what you say is true. I think in this culture in general, we're all so productive and busy and, you know, doing things all the time. And I think the one of the biggest, if you want to call it a commodity, the biggest, maybe one of the most important things I am discovering that I need in my life is space. I need space to be able to just appreciate and to really look at things and really listen to things and really, you know, all of that. And, and I think we do, we, we miss our whole lives and we miss, you know, the relationships, a lot of the relationships, cause we, you know, cause we keep ourselves so busy and we're not really paying attention. And then the other thing I wanted to say too is it's I, I I like the way you talked about looking at yourself, really looking at yourself and realizing you know oh there's the face and this you know and there's it's much, there's much more to it than that and I think that that's true <laughs> everywhere and and my way of thinking of that is that the inconceivable is in a speck of dust, you know? The inconceivable is in this hand. You know, you really look at it and, and pay attention to it. The inconceivable is that we have all these people together at this moment, at this time, and we're doing that, you know? So that's what I've come to. So I think that you're kind of on that same track, yeah. And so how do we embody that? That's the question. How do we understand that? And I think it's through this, through this awareness, you know, this being able to, well, we'll shift in a second, shifting into awareness and really, really being, paying attention, being aware, better stated. So anyway, thank you. Anybody else? Um, I think Monica, did you want to say something? Who's Monica then Rosemary? I, I just had a quick question um, to be all together in the Sangha. I was wondering if we could know who the new Sangha member is that came in today. Oh, Her names. I mean, just to be inclusive. I'm sorry. I, that's just. No, of course. I've been bad. I haven't even gone through names here. It's me. It's me, Monica. It's Alice. Oh, my God. I was like, thank you. I mean, thank you. <laughs> These masks are very Hi, deceiving. Everybody. Hi, Ellen. Some of you don't know Ellen. It's a well, you know her because she's all here all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So does everybody know everybody else? We should have done names earlier. I failed to do that. You don't. Okay. Why don't we just go around in here and then you guys can say who you are and where you are. That would be good. We know where we are, kind of. <laughs> so I'm Laurie. I'm John. I'm Ellen, I'm from Virginia, but here today. I'm Ed, 
in Austin. I'm Daniel. I'm Kim. What? Oh, you said Kim. It sounded like Jim. Okay, you guys are fine. I'm Maria, and you can unmute yourselves to introduce yourselves. Where are you from, Maria? Oh, I'm from Barrow in Furness, Cumbria in the UK, and it's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> Monica, Monica in Austin. Becky in um, Vancouver, British Columbia. Jay in New Jersey. Oh, I didn't know you were from New Jersey. Okay. Rosemary in New Jersey. Joel in Albuquerque. I'm no. Carolyn. Oh, Carol. I'm Carolyn. I'm just across the highway from Appamata in East Austin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Nelda in Austin. Lynn in Wimberley. All right. Now we've done it proper. Wonderful that we were able to have people so, so far away and get to know people that we wouldn't ordinarily get to know. So it's really wonderful. Okay, so I'm glad you asked that question. Oh, and Rosemary, were you going to yeah. say something? Yeah, yeah, just something quick. Um, so this morning I woke up early and um, to a really interesting bird song and didn't quite get up to uh, take the walk at that time, but I did um, want to expand my awareness and I, I love birds. So I did get up and say, just took a little 10 minute uh, walk out there just down the block and um, <clears throat> have this app that identifies birds by the song. So it said there was a parakeet. And I thought, really? So, and also Nelda, I was thinking of you and the trees. So there was a little apple tree. Maybe I saw the apple tree first and then saw that there was a parakeet around. So sure enough, there was a parakeet in the apple tree having an apple for breakfast <laughs> i mean it was like chopping on this little apple like so anyway i spent the morning with outside of my apartment on you know down the block with this parakeet in the tree and <laughs> the parakeet and his breakfast so it was just a lovely experience not so far out but beyond my apartment and my terrace so i, I i'm grateful for the uh, reminder to expand. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds fun. All right, so, um, so I guess we'll move forward. And at, so Joel, this will be the general plus the specific. So um, I'll go over the, the, the shifting part so people maybe feel clearer about that. So, as I mentioned um, from the beginning, what we're doing, what we're up to here, is um, we recognize that the mind, um, just because of its nature, tends to divide reality, divide everything up that we see, hear, smell, taste, whatever. Just because the mind tends to see from one point, which is from here, from ourselves. Automatically, that sets up 
a division, a separation. So me and then the world is a separate thing. Yes, we can communicate, we can touch and all of that, but it's still kind of a separate entity because you're coming from the mind. So, and also from that place, you have separation. And at the same time you have separation, you have the mind is great at making distinctions. Oh, well, he's wearing gray pants and he's wearing blue pants. You know, we're all the time making distinctions. Oh, this is this way and this is that way. Also, we're making judgments. The mind is really good about saying, oh, this feels like it's good for me. Oh, this doesn't feel like it's good for me. This tastes sweet, this tastes tower. So this is what the mind is up to. And as I said before, that's really important. As a human being, we need that for our functioning in daily life. We can't drive down the road. We can't do anything complicated we, without that analysis and, you know, separation. But there's more. We have more, um, another capacity that we can make use of, and that is making use of the body, the information that the body carries, because it's, it functions different, differently but it has another knowledge based on what comes into our senses and what you can just check in with the body and and get a lot of information about what's happening beyond what's part of the mind in and of itself beyond the part of the separation so the point of this whole week is to ex experiment with um this with this awareness with our own awareness the capacity for awareness um that everyone has i mean it's a birthright of of all and to play with the senses and play with the embodiment embodiment of this of taking this direct experience and figuring out what we know what do we know from that perspective Okay, you with me there? Okay, so, <clears throat> so that's what we're doing. So um, instead of, you know, thinking about things so much, we're going to, we're going to, our awareness normally kind of sits up here on our brain because we're constantly using the brain, the mind is using awareness and then it makes its judgment as oh i'm aware of the candle burning okay well that means you know that i have all sorts of thoughts and opinions and blah 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 about it so we're what we're trying to do is get all those thoughts and opinions let those be what you know leave those aside and we're going to get another sense about it and we can look at a flame and we can and watch it as it moves watch the colors in it and realize it's you know it's a very intricate thing actually by expanding our awareness. So the, the, the shift itself, the actual shifting is we're unhooking the awareness from our, from our mind. And we're just, if you look at, think of it in terms of unhooking the awareness and just dropping it down here so it won't slip back up into the mind. So that's, that's the first thing. So we unhook the awareness and kind of locate it down here. Um, and once it's down here, we're just going to, I think of it in terms of expansion, it's, um, we're just going to 
increase our awareness. Now, it's not a matter of looking at something straight ahead of us. We have a soft gaze. And we're starting with, I use my hands because it's, it's meaningful for me. Um, I get a sense of an expansion when I do that. So that's why I, it's part of, um, part of what I do for going from, for, for going into shifting. So, um, so you drop and then you, then you just start paying attention or increasing your awareness is the way I look at it or taking more in through awareness. And it's not just peripheral vision that's happening. It's It's a shift into, into your actual awareness in and of itself. So you're kind of, you're coming, you're coming from awareness instead of the mind, you're coming from awareness itself. And then you can locate awareness in senses. In your sense of today, we're going to work on sound. So if we're shifted now, we're going to start paying attention to or noticing, being aware of, better stated, we're going to focus on sound. So what I would suggest is just notice the sounds you are aware of as we sit here right now. And you could start close in. So the sound of my voice would probably be one. And you would, <clears throat> Pay attention to the rise and fall of the sound. You might want to pay attention to the movement of sound. And it doesn't really stay in one place. It moves and falls off. <clears throat> you might want to move out and, and put your awareness on sound that's in your particular environment. Fairly quiet right now. But for example, here in the Zendo, I hear those machines, I guess they're air filters, filtering machines. It's slight, but it's there.
or find something, you guys probably can't hear it online, but find something in your environment that you're aware of as far as the sound goes. And you can go outside of your environment, head outside and see do you, what do you hear outside? Birds. Clacking of birds. And as the sound arises, we just receive. It's not like your hands where you reach out for it so much as you receive it. And then you might hear another sound. I, I hear a faint sound of bells. It's arising in the field of awareness. Rising and falling. sound of the chimes that have started. Again, rising, falling off. Rising. And then you might notice the space around the sound. As the sounds arise and fall away. And you can put your awareness into that space. Be aware from that space. and realize that that space is aware.
So my question is, I'd like, you guys want to get involved and be interactive. What do you, what do you notice right now? Whatever, what do you notice? Is there someone in the room that could say what they notice right now? You need to speak out. Slowing. And anyone online? What do you notice right now? The tiny little spaces between the air purifiers seemingly consistent hum, but it's not consistent. There are tiny little spaces around what seems like one solid sound. It's just, wow. Excellent. Yeah. Anyone else? I'm just getting images of trees, you know, the gaps that they leave each other when you look up and it's kind of like that's the sense i'm getting with sound that it allow each sound allows each sound to be and it, and it it's kind of like a feeling of of layers they're all on layers i can just feel hear layers of different sounds and just by really kind of listening it's that just an expansion of um non-separate i don't feel separate ah, I can feel my own vibrations and noises that my own body makes because the body makes very subtle internal sounds and vibrations and it's kind of like it's and then I can hear around me but when I do that expansion it's like we're all one we're not separate there's a feeling of non-separateness that's just in spaciousness that's that's there for me and that's called spacious awareness Okay, so, all right, well, let's come back. Come back from all that expansion. Chin okay. Chin Ming. The great way isn't difficult for those who are unattached to their preferences. Let go of longing and aversion, and everything will be perfectly clear. When you cling to a hair's breadth of distinction, heaven and earth are set apart. If you want to realize the truth, don't be for or against. The struggle between good and evil is the primal disease of mind. Not grasping the deeper meaning, you just trouble your mind's serenity. As vast as infinite space, it is perfect and lacks nothing. But because you select and reject, you can't perceive its true nature. Don't get tangled in the world. Don't lose yourself in emptiness. Be at peace in the oneness of things, and all errors will disappear by themselves. If you don't live the Tao, you fall into assertion or denial. Asserting that the world is real, you are blind to its deeper reality. Denying that the world is real, 
you are blind to the selflessness of all things. The more you think about these matters, the farther you are from the truth. Step aside from all thinking, and there is nowhere you can't go. Returning to the root, you find the meaning. Chasing appearances, you lose your source. At the moment of profound insight, you transcend both appearance and emptiness. Don't keep searching for the truth. Just let go of your opinions. For the mind in harmony with the Tao, all selfishness disappears with not even a trace of self-doubt. You can trust the universe completely. All at once you are free with nothing left to hold on to. All is empty, radiant, perfect in its own being. In all the world of things as they are, there is no self, no non-self. If you want to describe its essence, the best you can say is not too. In this not too, nothing is separate, and nothing in the world is excluded. The enlightened of all times and places have entered into this truth. In it, there is no gain or loss. One instant is 10,000 years. There is no here, no there. Infinity is right before your eyes. The tiny is as large as the vast when objective boundaries have vanished. The vast is as small as the tiny when you don't have external limits. Being is an aspect of non-being. Non-being is no different from being. Until you understand this truth, you won't see anything clearly. One is all, all are one. When you realize this, what reason for holiness or wisdom? The mind of absolute trust is beyond all thought, all striving, is perfectly at peace, for in it there is no yesterday, no today, no tomorrow. Thank you, Laurie. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.